into the deep end And get back what's gone round And you've been keeping Down the aisles between the rows Once again, Movie Mayhem Podcast, your boys, Matt, Brian, and uh, we're here with our Winter Cinema Festival. That's right. <laughs> if it's cold outside, it's warm in your ears. Yeah, ooh, wow. I don't know. Yeah, well. I've been working on it. Well, it is kind of cold outside. It's been a pretty warm winter. Yeah, well, Our, you know, global warming and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the Earth's melting. <laughs> Polar ice caps right? are melting. But we decided, you know, to bring winter to you. That's right. By bringing in these movies that have... Some sort of Christmas or winter element to yes. it, in one way or other. Uh, last week we did Edward Scissorhands, which does kind of climax around Christmas. It, yeah, the, the climax of the movie it. takes place during a Christmas party. Yep. What did we do before? Uh, we did The Thing. The Thing? Uh, no, no we did also Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is a tangentially a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, it, well, rather, a movie that takes place during Christmas. Christmas. Yes. Uh, it, we talked about that before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang probably could have taken place during any, any season, right? But it happened to be Christmas for our Shane end. Black loves Christmas. Yeah, yep. yeah, because it's the best, and uh, in my opinion, okay. and uh, and then the thing was of course very cold as well. Yes. So now we have another movie that uh, in which the winter is such a almost a character in the, itself. Yeah. The uh, the snow to itself is is so much a character. Yeah, and it, it informs so much of the. The characters in the movie, the narrative, everything, the the cinematography, everything, uh, yeah. um, the, so much of the production, and uh, it's a good movie. So we've right. been doing pretty good movies. Yeah, yeah, know? we've been do, we've been uh, putting a lot of the the crap to the side to do yeah. a lot of good movies, pretty much since Halloween Town. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what started. That's it. what started. It. That's what started <laughs> our uh, our change. No, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's fun to do like classics because it's. You know, as fun as it is to break down a real shitty movie yeah. because of, like, how bad it is and, like, oh, we're smart, we know these things. Like, to, to watch, like, an actual good movie adds so much more to, like, a discussion. For, right. Like, especially for, I mean, I'm a dummy. Matt's not a dummy because he's <laughs> yeah. a full-on doctor. But, like, it is nice to talk, like, these these type of movies that may just get passed by. Like, if you if you said to, like, a group of friends, like, hey... Let's watch Fargo. Yeah, they're nah. They're not gonna be like no. Like let's watch Shazam too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which, by the way, we're doing Fargo. Yes, we're not doing Shazam. We're not two. doing Shazam too. We're doing Fargo. As much as Zachary Levi may want us to do Shazam too, and he re- he's re- he's not he's not getting off that hill. Uh, he's still he's still thinking that it's a good movie that deserved a lot more. He's now saying like because because I've seen Shazam too. Yeah. It's not a good movie that deserved more. It right. Deserved he, pretty much exactly what it got. He's, uh, was it, because recently news uh, said that uh, James Gunn casted his brother as Maxwell Lord in the DC, the new DC universe, mm. and he's like, well, when your brother runs and owns the, the thing, you could uh, kind of put him in whatever role you want. I was like, oh, Zach. Okay, Snyder put fucking Pedro Pascal as Max Lord, didn't he? No, it's Patty Jenkins. Oh, Patty did that. That's Patty right. But I figured DC. Yeah, you know, but it was Snyder's kind of, like their. It was falling game. apart at that point. Yeah, but I'm saying they had yeah, yeah like, your universe had Pedro Pascal. Right. Uh, so and I don't think Maxwell Lord is going to be that big of a deal in this universe. He's never a big deal. Exactly. <laughs> it's like oh, who's who's more of a threat, Maxwell Lord or any other villain? Yeah. Yeah. Like um like in Jessica Jones was it David Tennant yes. that was 
Like, that's a huge casting for a very minor villain. With the Purple Man, yeah. Yeah, the, for it's... Purple Man. He should be a lot more prolific, but he's not. Right, because <laughs> you know? the way to defeat him is earbuds. Yeah, right. <laughs> and what all New Yorkers have, and he yes. lives in New York. Yes. <laughs> the most fucking limited. <laughs> Why would he go anywhere else? <laughs> he would be a king in Nebraska, but he comes yeah. to New York. And yeah, he's like, you know where he'd be a king? Fargo. That's right. Yeah. You know? The... Town full of the nicest folks, but yet also some of the most evilest yeah, folks. Yeah, and none of them had earmuffs. Uh, how long into the movie did you try doing the accent? Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. And then I'm, I watched it. Thank God I put some time between like then and now, or I'd still be doing the accent. Right, yeah. You know? And I'm probably going to fall into it at some point in here. <laughs> when we start talking about characters. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's over. I apologize in advance. Yeah, that, you know? that was one of the first things I was like, ooh. Yeah, this is going to be a it's problem. Like you got to do a high pitch and then you could go into yeah. it. Right. Lots of yeahs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. See, but, uh, there it is. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it is starring, you know, my girl, Frankie Your, McDormand. Big Francis McDormand. Big Francis McDormand guy. Um, what an actress. What a powerhouse. She, it's Ethan and, and, and Joel Cohen. Ethan and Joel? Yes. Ethan and Joel Cohen, the Cohen bros. Um Doing their Cohen's thing. This movie, uh, you were saying before, uh, this was the one that kind of cemented them as serious directors. Yeah, this, directors. like, everyone, like, they were kind of growing, like, into, like, they were, uh, not in. I don't want to say indie darlings, but they were, like, coming up, to like, oh, they're, like, different. Mm-hmm. They're, like, much different than, like, what was out at the time, because they kind of had this uh, very, like, uh, like, real gritty look. Not, like, gritty as in, like, oh, hard edge, but, like. You looked at the films like, oh, like these people look like they don't shower. So like gorilla filming. They, yeah, they don't look like pristine movie stars. Yeah. And then like, so that's like, you know, Blood Simple, Raising Arizona. Although, and then you go up to like Barton Fink is when they kind of start like turning into like, we're making like good movies now. Mm-hmm. We're going to make like, <laughs> like legit, like from beginning to end, solid movies. Mm. And then they did like this and this was like really kind of took them to the next level. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they still kind of maintain the... No one's that like a lot of people are not that good looking. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. They they do have like they they like light people who yeah. in other movies would be like oh this is a really good looking person like because Brad Pitt looked yes. somewhat average in, 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 in Burnout. They tried real hard. They tried to make Brad Pitt hard. look average. I feel yeah. like they put so much makeup on him to make him look terrible, <laughs> but like it's still Brad Pitt. But it's like still Brad Pitt compared to like Fury where he's like covered in. Like oil and dirt, but he still looks he's, good. He's got that haircut. Oh, all right. That that, that influenced a generation, a generation of beta men. Yes, <laughs> to get like that side, God. whatever. But uh, yeah, this is like it's like oh, these are like kind of normal looking folks. Yeah, and they they really like knocked it. Out. I it, think it's this is one of their. This is maybe one of their best. Mo- it, it is a hard. A hot take. From <laughs> hot Mike. take. This is hot their take best from one. Ryan, yeah. I mean, that's an easy. That's not exactly a hot take. I right. don't know if anyone's like Fargo. They ah. Fargo. Yeah, that's your favorite. That's too far to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, the movie is a quote unquote true story, mm. right? Uh, in which nothing is, is actually uh, real. Right. Um, about a honestly, you could say it's about the uh, uh, Margie, but it's really about. A sleazy car salesman who uh, wants a big payout from his father-in-law. Right. Uh, so he stages a kidnapping of his wife, uh, and naturally, that doesn't go great. Right. Uh, and then, and then the police sheriff who's mm-hmm. brought in to to figure it out. Um, By happenstance. Yeah. Like, it would have been okay if she didn't. 
if there was that one if that one mistake didn't happen. Well, it's funny you say that because um, it was later revealed that this is not a true story at all. <laughs> that they made up all of it. It's yes. all written. And so there's some th- there are some elements that have happened in separate uh, yeah. stories. Like someone at some point really did. I think kill it's inspired by true kill. events, not yeah. a true story. Right. Inspired by true events is probably the best. You could way say to do that it. and you just make anything up. Yeah. Like Godzilla could be inspired probably. by true events. I mean yeah, because I mean, the nuclear yeah, bomb, bomb really happened. Yeah. It may have been some mutation. Right. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Chernobyl happened. <laughs> there were mutations. But um but yeah, so uh but one thing that you know really makes it seem like it could maybe be a true story is how a lot of the plot is moved forward by random, you know, like you said, happenstance. Like right. someone made one mistake or some coincidence. Yeah. Uh, like for example, the 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 bar the bark uh, guy that ended up calling the cops because the funny looking man right. was talking about how they were over at the lakes. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with the police work of right. Margie. It's just because he was just not polite. Yeah. <laughs> right. He was so not polite that it stood out enough to tell the cops, you know? <laughs> yeah. The amount of ratting white people will do on anybody. Yo. It's insane. The amount of, a lot of concerned citizens. Right. You know? Um, like a day later, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, right? <laughs> After the fact. But, it, uh, but yeah, so the it, it's, there's a lot of great actors in this movie. Mm. And there it's a really, really good writing in this movie. And the we were talking about it when we first started talking about the movie. The editing is yeah. so uh, tight and and well in, and well intentioned. Yes, you know that the movie is an hour and a half, which you never see anymore. Mm. But it really you're uh. able to fit a complete story in there. Ah, uh, I love it. Well, I man. love an hour and a half. Hour, uh, like, oh my god! There's nothing my heart loves more like 93 minutes. Yeah, 98, 98 minutes. minutes. Oh, I was like, this is dude, pure cinema. Because you know what it is. But also, like, don't get me wrong. I I if it is a good like. Oppenheimer was three hours. Right. Like, it needed to be three hours. You, yeah. I mean, you couldn't be like, eh. But you needed to see it kind of like... Yeah, and there are a lot of bad it. movies that are 90 minutes, too. Right. You know? Yeah. But when yeah. they're... You know, there's something... We have, you know, we got shit going on, mm-hmm. you know? And to sit down, turn on the film, thinking, oh, it's Fargo. Oscar-winning, legendary movie Fargo. This is probably going to be a, a, a to-do. Mm-hmm. And then I see after an hour, this is only like twenty something minutes left. Makes me feel good, right? You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, because uh, <laughs> it came up like, especially by the end, I'm like, okay, so there's gonna be an explanation. Like, there's gonna be a scene where William H Macy like comes clean, right? And then edit, and then the credits. Like, oh, yeah, great. I love it actually. And the yeah. fact that he doesn't get a chance to explain himself, right? Oh, well, what's it. left to explain? Right. You know what I mean? And what's good about that is that, you know, the movie knew when to end. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of movies nowadays, they pad that runtime because they have to oh. show a resolution for every single character. Right, and the resolute, like, the fact there are no... The only resolution you get is Margie. And Norm. And Norm. <laughs> and you don't... Like, there's so many things, like, left yeah. open. Like, why exactly did Jerry need the money to begin with? Right. You know? <laughs> and then also, like, what happened to the briefcase? What yeah. happened to, yeah, like, find it. whatever, like, did, uh, you know, did uh, the Peter Stromer's character, like, rat everybody out? Like, like well, who's what... left to rat out? You know oh, what he, I mean? Did he rat out William Jerry? H. Macy? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Probably. He probably, because the dude didn't seem to have any attachments to anyone. <laughs> right. But at the same time, like, I could see Jerry ratting himself out. Well, I don't, I could see him not even needing to confess, you know? Yeah. 
because they're at that point there's so much was pointing towards him mm -hmm. you know um you know he ran from the cops right you know he uh he didn't tell the cops about this kidnapping to begin with mm -hmm. right there's so much sus behavior um that I, I, you wouldn't even need to confess. Right. You know, and that's good storytelling in its own right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the, the, the conclusion is almost foregone. Right. You know? Um, and, and, but there, and I, I think where they ended with just, you know, Matt, Margie just climbing into bed, mm -hmm. you know, and making him feel better about his mallard uh, right. stamp. <laughs> his three cent stamp. Yeah. His three cent <laughs> stamp. And then, oh, it, it honestly, it, it was very heartwarming. Got me almost a little choked up. Oh. Yeah, which is weird, right? Okay. No, I I, I mean, <laughs> I get it. A hundred percent. Because, like, the whole, the whole story is, like, honest people, honest good people win in the end. Yeah. And the fact that, like, uh, why do I keep forgetting what the uh, husband's, is it Stan? Norm? Norm, yeah. yeah. The fact that Norm wasn't, like... He wasn't intimidated that she was a cop. No. He wasn't like, oh, you know, you're pregnant. You shouldn't be doing this. It's like, oh, I got your lunch. Yeah. Like, oh, I did this. I'm yeah. going to make you some eggs. Like, I know you don't. Was like, she's like, I don't want it. I was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, because I, I, I understand you need this. Yeah. He's, 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 he's like a very respectful person. Very supportive person. Very supportive. The fact that, like, even when she, like, I don't think she was trying to step out on him when she met up with her high school friend. No. It's just that she's like, oh, I'll, I'll see this person and he and the the guy tried to manipulate her into yeah. like hooking up yeah but like the fact that they were just he was so nice they were so nice to each other and you see at the end it's like they are still just very nice to each other like yeah. she just uncovered a huge plot a murder yeah, yeah. kidnapping a huge <laughs> robbery case. and then she gets into bed she goes oh no the three cents mallet is, uh, stamp That's is very, very important good. and it's like yeah these are people who respect and cherish each other and it's like yeah i can understand when you're like yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, right, <laughs> this right. This is really good. You know, I think cause, and there, if anyone in the movie mm. had someone the way these two had each other... Right, they wouldn't be in that position. Right, yeah. right. And she just gave this whole speech about, you know, it's just a little bit of money. You know, don't you know there are things more important than that? And and when you look at the movie, you're not thinking like... Because you're thinking this guy's a psychopath. Yes. Right, nothing's... Nothing is important to this and the, guy. What's also funny about Peter Stormare, if you looked at his the way his character was silent when Steve Buscemi, by the way, shout out, Steve Buscemi, Valley, Valley Stream Zone, zone. <laughs> got, to, got to see his testicles, which is very, yeah. which I did not think I would see that. I was like, Steve Balsemi more like Yeah, that. right? But uh, The eyeballs aren't the only things bulging, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need five minutes on that one. But, <laughs> but like, you could see when uh, Steve Buscemi and, and Peter Stormare are driving to Minneapolis, yeah. and, Stromer's not saying anything, it's because he's annoyed. And you yeah. can see it in his face that like this guy won't shut the fuck up. I don't have I don't want to say anything to him. I don't respect him. But then you see when Margie's talking to him, you can see the sadness in his eyes kinda like, Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, it's a lot more contemplative. Yeah, he's he's not, not talking out of disrespect. He's not talking because he's taking account of what he did. Yeah, he's think he's actually thinking. He's actually yeah. thinking and it's like you can see him kinda like and you know, Peter Stormer who like He's done a lot of schlock oh. movies, but he's oh, yeah. great. He is a great actor. Shocking. Shockingly very he has good. It in him, but he instead he just decides to play every Russian mobster. Yeah, I guess it pays well. Every B movie. <laughs> you know? But yeah, he he does these small like small little eye movements, small little like mouth movements. Mouth like movements. And he, you Big just kinda see guy. this this kind of sad man at the back, like, I fucked up. I yeah. did fuck up. You're right. You're right, Mike. Yeah. I did fuck up. 
<laughs> yeah, it, the, the, just getting scolded. Right. And getting a, a stern a talking, talking to. to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, that's all he needed. Uh. <laughs> Especially since this guy was by far the most violent guy in the movie. He, yeah, because like, he killed the wife. Dude was detached. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just needed someone to really just like talk to him and to yeah. set him right. Yeah. Because if you look at Margie at face value, you might think she's detached too. The right. way she could look at these like grisly scenes and mm. these horrible like uh, uh, goings on, mm. and just stay like super chipper, right? You know, to be like, oh yeah, well you know that's that he seemed like a nice guy. You know? I do <laughs> think that's that that north the the northwest kind yeah. of mentality because yeah. I, I think a lot like also it could be just a stereotype of like everyone like yeah that north has of that us is like super nice, super nice. Well, I, I think a big part of it is that one she's a professional, right? Right. So like she could look at that stuff. And the, it doesn't phase her. She's thinking. She right. figures that shit out like nothing. The fact yeah. when she like said like, "Oh, may vomit here." Yeah. But it's like, "Oh, you, are you okay?" It's like, "Ah, oh, just a little morning sickness." Yeah. It's like, "Oh, so she's still a pro." Right. Yeah. Still a pro. She was just pregnant. You yeah. Know? Exactly. <laughs> she bent down as a pregnant lady. Yeah. Which yeah. You don't do. No. Like I'm trying to think, how did she even after shooting him in the leg? How did she apprehend this guy? Right. You know? How did she detain him with she's like that tough belly? As nails? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, 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 but another part of it is that she can handle these things because she has such a rock and anchor at home, mm. you know, with Norm that keeps her so well adjusted and, and keeps her so even right. that, you know, she can take on these things and maintain her chipper. Uh, like her confidence is unshakable yeah. because like her foundation is so strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like how everybody just in there, it, everyone knows everyone's business. You know oh, yeah. Mean? It, yeah. it, it really like create a sense of like small town community, mm-hmm. which is important narratively because it shows how much it stands out when when you one you got a guy like like uh, Steve Buscemi walking around. Carl was his name. Yeah, yeah, you got a guy like him going around. It stands out a lot, which it almost makes sense as to why the guy called the cops on, on him on him, yeah. on him later. And then also when when Jerry starts acting super like off right even him saying like the word darn like yeah. you see francis like perk up like yeah. whoa yeah. Like, oh, we don't need that like we don't need that language yeah. here yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says nothing like well, you're not called on to do that sort of language <laughs> <laughs> so even him like these little things where he's uh this cracks a little bit right but everyone notices because because yeah, if like uh with uh sorry we yeah. we make Tracy uh larry right jerry jerry sorry yeah. Jerry, like, if he would have said that to, like, us, it was like, like, it would just, like, us would have been like, all right, yeah, fine, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, that's a normal attitude to have. Right. And then, like, but people up north are, like, I think because politeness is supposed to be, but, like, there's there's that saying where, like, they're polite up front, but there's, like, a boiling rage yeah. underneath. Yeah, and that's Jerry. And that's Jerry, where yeah. it's, like, it's just coming to the front instead of, like, us, uh like, East Coast, like, what, like, you know, whatever we, whatever we're considered, it's just, like, we don't like we have no facade. Yeah, there. it's it's yeah, if someone that is that calm, that's what's weird to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone freaking out is like, yeah, that's okay. You're like, yeah, that's normal. Yeah, it's like you probably were stuck in traffic for a little bit. I get it. Right, but like if someone's like, oh yeah, I'll be or like <laughs> or is this like, oh you're being pissed off asshole? Cool, that means I get to be a pissed right. off. Right, I just I'm gonna match that energy yeah, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna like I could just beat the shit out of you, pal. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna give me the car information. Right. <laughs> But then, like, yeah, over there, it's just like, all right, yeah, just be polite. You know, you could be dodgy, but, like, you're polite about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, so, like, the fact he's like, oh, I got to do the darn thing. And, like, that's, like, ooh. 
Yeah. You might as well have just said motherfucking. Yeah, yeah. You might as well have cursed out <laughs> yeah. the police officer. Exactly. You know? um, and it and it even shows like the first time when she talked to him, she did believe him. Right. You know, be, you know because of that front of niceness and mm-hmm. and politeness, which is kind of a a flaw, maybe a, a flaw on her part that she was a little too gullible, right? You know, a little too naive. Well, I also think that when she talked to him the second time, the world was crumbling. His his facade was crumbling around yeah. him. Like, his father-in-law just got killed. Yeah. Steve Buscemi is, like, being relentless. And his, uh, the lone guy yeah. on the phone was like, I need that shit now or I'm getting the money tomorrow. Yeah. And, and on top of that, from her, she just went through the whole Mike Yama... Yama got... Yama, Yama yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the Mike uh, situation... Um, so she was a little disillusioned as well. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking like, wow, you, you know, you think you, know you think you know somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, you you give you talk to them, and they seem like they are just going through a lot, and there's like something else going on there. Young and young Ada. That's not a real Yamagita. Name. Yamagita. Yeah. yeah. Y a n a g i t a. Yeah, Yamagita. Yamagita. That's not yeah. a real name. No, it's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Quick, I need a name for an yeah. Asian guy. So I, I took it as, like, once she found out, okay, well, Mike is, like, nothing nothing that Mike said to you was real. Right. You know, and how he was, like, crying on himself. She was like, shit, you know, mm-hmm. I really can't, like, really, you really can't take someone at their word anymore. No, yeah. And then she went back to Jerry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, also, that Mike scene, it's, like, right off the bat, you could tell he was a creep because, like, oh, let me sit next to you. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah, no. Why Why would you do that? Yeah, well, and no. then he started doing another manipulative thing where he's like, he's going to cry. He's going to show mm-hmm. vulnerability mm-hmm. to kind of like maybe lower her defenses. Yeah. Yeah. Give her a whole sob story mm-hmm. that never happened. It never happened. Yeah. Yeah. And back then you didn't have Google at your fucking fingertips, so you couldn't like check people out. Well, I love that. I love seeing that. Um, and that's something about a movie like this. Um, obviously, if you take a second to think, you wouldn't want to live back there back then. Right, it's you know it's just barely thirty years ago. That's that's long enough. It's like the Middle Ages. Well, kind of honestly, with because the internet changed so much so quickly. Right. She goes to the hotel and she goes, "Hey, do you guys have a phone here?" Oh, do you think? You know, like that's <laughs> yeah, like, like that's not that's not even that's not something that happens now. No. Or like, a, oh, the like, what do you recommend? Oh, the Radisson. Right. Okay. Well. How is it? Is it kind of expensive? Where Where is it? Where is it off this exit? Right. Like those are things that those are conversations you don't have anymore. No, you know, because and, and that they're completely irrelevant because one Google search gives you all of that information. Exactly. Yeah, you know? and uh, and I I remember watching it and seeing her like and, and all of them, everybody, not mm-hmm. just her, but you know, she's just pleasant. Well, <laughs> and she's your girl. Yeah, she's you most respected. I respect her so much, right. but like, and and also in every other scene, someone is completely falling apart at the seams. Right. So it's like they're going through something horribly uncomfortable. <laughs> so it's like I'm not really focused on the customs of the times. Right. But for her, yeah, she's just toting along, you know. <laughs> and uh, and I, and I remember thinking, like, man, it, it's kind of it was, I kind of miss that simplicity a little bit of like. You gotta actually ask people things. You gotta actually. Oh, yeah, if you want to know good. something, you have to find out. Yeah, you gotta find out, yeah. right? And now that we have the the ability to find out so easily, I feel like we just don't anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and, and and also like, if you, if, if so, yeah, your the the nearest phone, you gotta go to the hotel and ask if they got one. Right. Right. So that whole time, you've just been by yourself chilling. You know. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I was uh. And, al- a- and also the thing with like, 
Jerry trying to call off the, the thing. He's like, well, yeah. you have a number. He tried. He tried. He didn't like, answer. He's like, I have no way to reach him. Like, bro, he doesn't have a phone. Because yeah, he doesn't have a cell he phone. He doesn't have a cell phone. And they were driving like right. 75 hours. They were already hours. on their way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so something simple like that, you know, which when you think about it, it's a huge inconvenience that we are so blessed to have moved past. Mm-hmm. But there's something idyllic about it, you know? Yeah. Um, Could be and, like those like golden uh, golden time uh yeah, glasses. it's like, like you, that's exactly what it is. Because you know what the thing is, is everyone like, talks about the good old days, but they weren't good old days. You were just a kid, right? You know, and just because you didn't know any better, yeah, that's like, all. You didn't know you could have access to this. I'm pretty sure in like the '90s, like oh yeah, you could have access to anything you want. Ah like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah we yeah yeah well yeah back then we thought we had access to everything right. we wanted because what you know? what else could we need instead of that's right in front of the us? The ideas had not even been conjured yet. Yeah, you know. Um, and then also just the, the whole small town thing. Guy comes by. Oh, hey, Margie, how you doing? Hey, I got the, I got the, yeah, I got the, yeah, right. Let me not, let me not sink into it. No, that's not even a. Yeah, <laughs> Dakota I know. Dakota accent. Let me, let me stop. But uh, <laughs> that Dakota right off uh, East Fifty Sixth Street. In yeah, Brooklyn? I, I, well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey Margie, how you doing? Hey, Margie, how you doing? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> that was just me. <laughs> God, <laughs> I never even got there. <laughs> <laughs> I did the accent immediately. Hey, hey yo, you go to Fargo. <laughs> I realized I never spoke out loud to know that I was actually doing it. Uh, but yeah, you know, and, and immediately the guy that he brings her that lead, and he goes right. like, "Oh, Norm, weren't you supposed to go fishing?" Right. It's like, "Oh yeah, after lunch." Right. He's like, "How? Why the fuck do you know that about her husband, dog?" <laughs> exactly. But it's just yeah, y'all all just y'all just just friends. Well, she. Oh, I think I know why. Because she said, "Oh, I'm gonna go buy night crawlers for Norm," oh, and night crawlers is bait. So, wow. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, okay." So he remembered that. That's most, wild. Right. It's a small I didn't detail. remember that, and I was there, and it was way lo- much longer ago for him than right. it was for me. <laughs> it was you for know? And I didn't remember that shit. So it just goes. I mean, but that kind of brings me to my point. You pay attention to things. You listen to people. There you you know go. what I mean? And yeah. uh, and I it, don't do a, that. It, that's the thing. Like a lot of people, because there was nothing to distract them, so they mm-hmm. paid attention on the goddamn kids in there. Yeah, it's the attention span. It's my attention span. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I was at a holiday dinner yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my commute to work is pretty long. It takes yes. me, like, an hour. And I'm constantly, like, on the verge of falling asleep. You know, <laughs> I need every single distraction in the book. It gets right. rough. And uh, my boss was telling me, they go, oh, yeah, I used to come up here from uh, from the city. I used, to live in, I used to live in Manhattan and come up here. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you know, it used to take about an hour. And I was like, geez, yeah. I mean, I'm doing that now, and it's, like, rough. And he goes, like, yeah, well, you know, I had the radio. Right. Like, the fucking radio. Right. You got you stayed up an hour driving every back and forth every day because you had radio. the radio? Yeah. Well, no, I can I, I can listen to literally anything I want in the world right. while I'm driving and I'm still like pondering off. Well, I I kind of relate to that cuz when I first started driving there wasn't I didn't really have like cell phones were just phones. Yeah. So like when I and like the, like the big thing was to get like a new car stereo, like you get a right, CD player right. or whatever. Maybe a CD player, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But like I would take like long, long drives. Yeah, you love driving. And yeah, the like putting on like talk radio mm-hmm. or like something that changes its like, like the uh, tempo or whatever mm-hmm. every so often. Like oh, okay, I'll pay attention to that. Yeah. yeah so like listening to right like back. nut jobs talking about New York sports, <laughs> it's like okay, yeah. But then like. If I listen to music, it kind of all blend into the same thing because some stations repeat the songs yeah. they play every yeah, other they hour. Do. Yeah, they do. It's like, oh, here's fucking like, uh, don't stop believing again and again, again and again, yeah. and 
Yeah, but like I totally get where your your boss is coming from. Like, because yeah. sometimes you just put on the radio and just like this is so unhinged. I'm being pay- I'm paying attention. Yeah, and, and I think another part of it is like you're you don't know what they're gonna say. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas like it's like oh yeah, I can listen to every single song I want. Mm-hmm. But unless it's like an album I haven't heard before, right? I already know the song that's playing. Yes, you know what I mean. And it, like you said, you've, I've heard it as many times as I've played it before, <laughs> unless it's something new. And sometimes when I'm driving after a long day or before a long day, I'm not really. I, it's hard for me to think of like, well, I haven't li- listened to this before. Let's right. let's put that CD in. You know, it's 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 weird. No, it, I I get it. And I also think I I also think my attention span because my phone and everything I I can't pay attention this uh, for as long mm. to stay awake. It's tough. That's why I always do the like, on Spotify the this is so and so because like it will just change. Yeah. So like if you do like the one I usually do most of the time is this is Billy Joel. <laughs> of course and I, it is. Yeah. Because I'm. It's like the radio, right? Like yeah. the, This is like Billy. Yeah, it's like the Spotify collection. It's like a playlist, it's but a it playlist, keeps going. But after. it keeps going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it will. Like, run through a couple... So, like, you'll get, like, 80s Joel, and then you'll get, like, Down Easter Alexa, and like, oh, okay, there's a, like, whiplash between this. Like, okay, yeah. And that'll keep me kind of, like, focused. But also, my drive is not as bad as yours, so it's... Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, like, 30 minutes. That's nice. That's nice. Um, That's real nice. But uh, But I'm also going opposite times. We should do a blend playlist. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and you can add other people into the blend as well. All right. Yeah. Are you trying to get into my pre-01 playlist? I, I have saved it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, yeah. Like no, I, I, I think, yeah. I, would, I, I want... wonder, like, what would be the crossover between our tastes? Because, you know, the blend playlist, they, right. like, take music that you like, they take music that I like. Oh. And they take music that we both like, and then they make a playlist out of it. I feel like it's just going to be Taylor Swift in the middle. Yeah, you meant, you thought a collaborative playlist. Oh, yeah. First. I don't know. I know. I don't know exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I like pay for they, Spotify. I don't know how to fucking use it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. A, yeah. So it's like um, this is not about Fargo, but it, it's this a, is our attention span. It's <laughs> the attention span. But what it does is it 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 looks at the algorithms of like what it sends to me, what what I listen to, what right. you listen to, what we both listen to. Okay. And then it creates a playlist, and in the playlist, it'll tell you like, okay, well, this song. It's from Brian, this song's from Matt, this song is for both of you guys. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I have one with Parks. I have one with Juan. All right. Yeah, yeah, That's cool, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it after We'll I do it after like the shoot. It'll be so, like, white rice. Like, it'll I be feel so... Like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of crossover. But, it could be. I do listen to, like... Not. I do listen to, like, uh, like spots of, like, weird shit. Mm-hmm. And, and, so do I. and also, this was a year does. of me, like, listening to different stuff. And yeah, I, and that's I, true too. I started I started listing down what I listened to. I'm like, oh no, it's still mostly white shit. Oh boy, it's funny because <laughs> we had our whole like divorced dad rock era. This <laughs> the we, we had rock. our whole '90s era. We yep. had you know we had a lot of diff. We did a lot. We yeah. went back a lot. And I made a a blend playlist the other day with a girl. And uh, hey now, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Is that the new mixtape? Forgive <laughs> Yes, the <it> new. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we matched on a lot, but I realized like fuck. That's a lot of Creed. <laughs> I'm bringing a lot of Creed to the table. It's a lot of Nickelback. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I swear, it's not all butt rock. I swear. Just going through a time. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was, like, so mad at my Spotify war uh, rap. Oh, yeah. Because, it was, like, it stopped counting in June. Like Right, right. Was, like, clearly. Clearly I like, it stopped. I've been listening to so many different things. Yeah. Like, and it's like, oh, you listen to, like, My Chemical Romance, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln Park, and I'm like, no, I did. Well, that's true, but... But I, like, I stopped intentionally at June right. and listened to more shit. Right. 
and, and they don't they don't like to they don't care they don't care they don't care I don't like to think about that yeah. but anyway Fargo Fargo so. <laughs> uh, um, let's talk about our boy Steve crazy as yeah. you sent me man he I, I think a lot of the movie really rested on his shoulders mm. as yeah as not only the the odd man out okay you know he had to kind of be straight man to this like overwhelming like tidal wave of uh nicety and cold you know <laughs> and uh he like like yeah he, he was the guy that had to be rude to everyone and respond and like kind of react to them being nice in return right you know and uh he's dealing with this psycho like standing next to him he's trying to get this deal done and he and at the same time he's a weasel right right so and he's he's very selfish yeah to yeah. the weasel thing like he all he needed to do was pay off the car thing at the yeah. end and he would have lived and he would have lived and he would could have gone back grabbed his money right you know gone on gone into the sunset as a millionaire mm mm-hmm. mhm but he couldn't even give the guy. He couldn't even split the car. Like ten. Why would you bucks. not split the car with this guy? You gypped him on so much. Right. You know what I mean. That's You've the thing. Already taken so much from him. Yeah. What's a couple of extra? What's a couple thousand dollars? Right. To, like you're gonna have like a hundred more. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you've seen what this guy does to people who upset him or right. who simply get in his way. Yeah. The second you saw the the wife dead. Yeah. You'd be like, oh yeah, here's extra money. Right. Yeah. Right. Because this guy, every single witness that he's ever. Uh, to show that he's associated with you, other than Jerry, right. is now dead. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I just don't. Yeah, what an idiot, right? <laughs> but also getting shot in the face. Right. Jeez. You can shot right across the. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, he he, I I think if the villain wasn't somebody who was such a stark contrast from everyone else in the movie, right? I don't know if it would have worked as well. Yeah, because it, it, it between. Uh... Yes, uh, Steve Buscemi and Francis McDormand, like, you could see, like... And they never meet. And they never meet, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. It's like Bruce Willis and Gary Oldman in Fifth Element. They never meet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, like the amount of chaos that Steve Buscemi brings, because he is, like, leaving a bigger trail than anyone else, because mm-hmm. he is... He's seeing prostitutes. He's mm-hmm. going to bars. He's being seen with the car. He never did the tags. He's he called from a landline to mm-hmm. uh, what's it? What's his face? To, uh, Proudfoot. Yeah, Shep yeah, Proudfoot. Shep. And he's like he's trying to give himself away. And then when he gets his ass beat by Shep, it's like, yeah, why would you do that? Why would you be right. in the place? This guy's on parole. Why would you go to his place? Yeah, it's like you're you're compromising yourself, and you're trying to prove that you're. Smarter than everyone else. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, he keeps he keeps acting like he's the professional here, mm-hmm. but every single hangup has been from him. Right. Uh, he's uh, even uh, honestly even the fucking uh, even Jerry would have been okay. Yeah. If, Why didn't he bring the wife to the drop? Right. Did he never intend right. to to give her back? Exactly. Like you that's the mean? weird thing. It's like yeah. he. Like, you're getting the money, so what are you going to do? Get the money? And that's like you're, you're setting yourself up because it's like, all right, well, all right, I paid you, so yeah. now I'll m- have the cops meet you here. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the plan is for him to go back and then give him a call and tell him, hey. Here she is. Yeah. Although she didn't, he didn't exactly seem, you know, bothered when yeah. the when he saw the wife was dead. I think the fact he got his money. Yeah. It was like, all right, now I don't care. Yeah. So may- All right. So maybe there was never the intent to give the wife back at all. <laughs> You know, at which point, but in which case you would, there probably was honestly, cause then he would have just killed her from the jump. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but that's the thing. If it was Jerry, how would he have gotten the wife? 
Right. If Jerry had showed up instead of uh, Wade. Wade? Yeah. If you would have given him the money. And be like, okay, in a day or two, come here. Yeah. Or, I, well, that money was for Jerry, right? Yeah. They would have split the money there. Yeah. And then... Or Jerry would have taken his cut and then brought the 80000 to him. Right. Right? Because, uh... Because the million dollars, like that's Jerry said, oh, I need a million dollars. Right. So he's gonna give them eighty thousand and get forty, like forty back. So a million. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So he he told them they were splitting eighty. Right. Right. Um, he never even told them about the million. No. Right. So they thought they were splitting eighty. Uh, then there, and then so he's like, well, I need the full eighty. Right. Right. And then he opens up the bag, and it's, in fact, a million fucking dollars. Right, and he's yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, but that's the thing. Maybe getting shot in the face kind of fucked him up, but he's also a guy that never happy. He could never be happy. He's, <laughs> everything pisses him off. If yeah. He saw that, if I saw that million dollars, mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, you know? Right. Things are coming up, uh, Carl here. Yeah. And from there, maybe I'd... Approach things differently than he did throughout well, the film. Well, maybe also that would have given him away. Because if he's always miserable mm. and he comes in to, oh, with yeah. his partner, he's like, hey, bro, yeah. what's up? Ah, mm-hmm. oh, shit, we killed that lady. Uh, no, no worries. Like, But oh, the man. fact he's still like kind of a prick, Yeah, it was maybe like a cover as well. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But then you would think he just got the job done, he got $40,000. Because they would have been happy. like, what would have been the thing if, like, all right, I know this guy's a lunatic, so I'm just going to take off. Mm. Like, I have a million dollars. I don't need to go back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just go go somewhere else. Like, just take off. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that, um, that, that Paul, uh, Strawmare, um, even trusted him to go get the money. Right. And bring it back. Because what is stopping him from just taking off instead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah, like, he could have got, like, oh, like, I fell in love with this hooker. Yeah, you know, in, in in Minneapolis, and now we're just gonna like take off. Yeah, it's like no, like strange. Yeah, but I don't know. But don't know. you know, it wasn't a true story. It wasn't so a true based on true events. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's true. His plan maybe wasn't great, but yeah. <laughs> but Steve Buscemi, wonderful job right. of portraying this like frustrated, um, you know, crabby, greedy, mm-hmm. like little asshole. You know, <laughs> funny looking uh, asshole. I don't want to debate you. I don't want to debate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, and, then, and then on the other side of that is Jerry, William yes. H. Macy. Uh, I, I, he did a ton of heavy lifting on this too. Yes. As like a sleazy salesman who, you kind of start, it starts off, mm-hmm. um, uh, you might be thinking, okay, th- maybe this guy's a little in over his head. And he's like getting into water that is a little too deep for him, but then you, the more it's revealed about him, the more you see that this guy is you know egotistical. He's selfish. Right. He's a he's a uh, a con man, like he's just an asshole. Yeah, he's he's not a good dude. Like he presents as a good like, he's a covert du- uh, douchebag mm-hmm. because yeah he is he's openly trying to cheat somebody out of money. Mm-hmm. He is, you know. He's a car salesman, and he's trying to like, oh, the uh, the this coat, the mm-hmm. the, the coating, the true coat, the true yeah, coat, yeah, yeah. and he's and the guy's like, I don't want it. I told you I didn't want it. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll let me go talk to the uh, talk to my boss. Yeah. And it's like, we'll get you a hundred dollars. I was like, I don't fucking want it, right. but I'll write the check anyway. Now I got to write four hundred dollars. Right. You know, more than I wanted to pay. Exactly, and it's like, 
Yeah, because he like he he presents as like this wounded animal. Yeah, because but he, that's he, like his trap. He looked like he felt bad when right. the guy, you know, charged him. When the guy was like getting ready to write the check, and he was you know really giving it to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked like he felt bad about it. Right. You know? But I think he just like you said, that's the image he projects. Like, yeah. The wounded animal. Like yeah. he wants to project this like weak kind of in, like ineffective man, mm-hmm. and then he did it. He overplayed that part too much to his father-in-law. Right. But, like, we don't want you to fuck this up, man. Right, so his father does see him as a weak and ineffectual man. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, because, like, that's, like, how he sees him, and it's like, he's like, oh, fuck, I may have overdone it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, even when he, like, you know, seemed like he stood up for himself, like, he stood firm, raised his voice and everything, still didn't matter. Right. You know, because the, impre- the impression was already made. Yeah. You know? Um, that's just, he just didn't have the respect. Right. And... And how could you have the respect when that's what you do? And that's how you conduct yourself. You right. Know? Um, you, you trick people out of their money. And and it seems like the guy, like like Wade, who, Wade owned the car dealership, right? Yes. Wait, yeah. So it seems like he knows this. Right. It seems like he knows that. He know, has a history with him. Yeah. Right. Like, like you said, like, you're not selling me a car here. Right. You know, so it's like, you, you, you being like a little weasel is not going to... Yeah, because Wade's not one, work here. Wade's one of these guys where it's just like, b- this bullshit doesn't matter, like money, like hard line stuff matters. Yeah. Like, and he's a, and he, you could tell he's a hard line guy. Yeah, and like any like sweet talk just like instantly turns them like, nope, 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 fuck you, mm-hmm. get lost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and like, and as somebody like before, you know, uh, Jerry exposes himself as like a dirtbag. Yeah, you're kind of like, oh well. Oh, that's that sucks for Jerry, but you're like you know, right. like, oh no, he this is his fault, right? Wade yeah. sees through him. Wade, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, um, yeah exactly. It, it it's uh, it's a really cool uh, uh, characterization of like a villain. Yeah, yeah. Because also, why wouldn't you be like, okay, well, let's kidnap me, mm. and then have my wife do the drop? I don't think that would work. Because remember when he was <laughs> talking to to Wade, and he was saying right. like, well, you know. Uh, I, I, you know, it's just, this would be really good for like me and, and, uh, Gene and, and Sonny. Right. And he goes like, well, Gene and Sonny have nothing to worry about. Right. You oh know? yeah. G- yes. Gene and Scotty. Yeah. Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Cause he'll take care of them. He'll always take care of them. He won't take care of you. <laughs> right. you <know? laughs> yeah. So but if he goes, there's no, like, there, I don't think there's any love there. It's like, let's call the cops. Who gets the shit? Yeah. 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 yeah that's true. And they would call the cops. They call the cops. Yeah. yeah. All right. There um, goes, there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, remember when, uh, what's his name? Something Grossman? The, okay. The, the accountant? Yes, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Stan. Stan Go- Grossman, yeah. Stan Grossman, yeah. He, yeah. When he's like, oh, how's Scotty taking this? And he was like, oh, oh yeah. fuck, I have a son. Right. You know? It's like, I forgot to talk about <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I, yeah. Scotty's oh. the real victim here. <laughs> and he's a dick, too. Scotty? Can I be excused me going to Mac- oh, going to Mac- go- I'm McDonald's? I'm going to McDonald's. Yeah, you made this meal for me. I'm just going to go to McDonald's instead. Right. He already ate and he's going to McDonald's. Loser. Oh, he's just hanging McDonald's. out. McDonald's. Well, I mean, I think that's the only place to hang out. What do you mean? There's Arby's? There's Hardee's? <laughs> There's... Well, no, Arby's is up in uh, Brantford or Brantford. Oh, that's right. Different town. Yeah, different town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, no, that's true. But that also seems like, I don't want to say ineffectual parenting, but kind of like how they're raising him. Because uh, like the mom was like, like Gene was like, yeah, well, that's cool. He's going with his friends, no big deal. Right. And Wade was like, oh, well, you know, he's he's, he's going to be drinking there, and yeah. I wouldn't have let him there, and this yeah. and that. So already kind of backseat parenting. Yeah, it's yeah. that it's that generational shit. It's yeah. like, you know, like was it uh, 
boomer to to like what Gen, Gen X, X and then yeah. like millennial and then yeah and no, said so like you know like oh we don't want to be too like too overbearing on them we don't yeah, want to like yeah. be harsh on them so they kind of grows up respecting it but it's like no you grow up making them like weirder and like, yeah. harsher on their kids who grow up to be like it, i think each like generation kind of like flip back and forth it's like you know yeah. like the fucking world war ii generation's like this is you got to be tougher you got to like stand on your own two feet and the yeah. other the next generation after that's like the woodstock to like mm-hmm. vietnam it's like uh new wave parenting and all that yeah then the 80s was like just do whatever the fuck you want yeah. i don't want to deal with you <laughs> to like to like now like like people my age is like and people in our age group, the millennials, like yeah. the, the older millennials, is like, we've fucking gone through so many weird things yeah. in like twenty years. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. <laughs> These poor bastards. Listen, kid, just get the Til- take this iPad and shut the fuck up. Right, like exactly. I'm trying to keep this roof over. Right. It's like, and it's like I can't afford a fucking house. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then like my dad's telling me to work more, and it's like. You worked one job and made like twenty thousand dollars. Right. They worked six jobs to make that much. Dude, yeah, the same thing with my bosses. Again, to bring it up, they told they were we were talking about it yesterday. They're like, yeah, you know, I got out of school, got about a hundred thousand in debt, and, you know, paid that off, and then started my own business. And I'm just like, like that must be nice. That's nice. <laughs> I've, I've paid already twice as much as that, and I got towards my loans, and I am maybe halfway. Right. So it's. <laughs> It's he. he I, we were telling him. He's just like, yeah. I mean, how do you? How do they expect you guys to, to do anything here? Like, how can you make? How can you start a business? How can you take out a, a loan and stuff? How can you get a house? You know, when when you owe this much. I'm just like, yeah. How can we? I know, boss. <laughs> right, boss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was like, and on top of that, you know, starting a family. You know, right. It, it's just. Ugh. <laughs> we could go down so many rabbit holes. Yeah, honestly. Cause like, like I I also was in a. Speaking of, like, student loans and shit, like, I was in a spot where I was like, oh, I'm lucky enough I could kind of pay them off right now. Yeah. And I was like, I, I kind of had to do it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just, like, bite the bullet and drop whatever I have to to finish paying them off. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like, I, like, I also, I, I find it funny because that whole thing is like, oh, like, the, the student loan forgiveness stuff. It's like, well, what happens if, like, Biden forget? Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like, I paid mine off. Yeah. I'm out of this fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if... You I, mean like the people that are like, well, we had to pay well, our loans. Pay. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking done. I won my fight, my guy. If yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. if they want to help these people out, let them fucking help them out. Yeah. I don't care. Well, you, yeah. Well, I mean, you're like, a generally a good-natured and generous person. Because right, I'm like <laughs> thinking like, all right, well, think of all the good that could happen if these people have less of a financial burden yeah. on, people, on their shoulders. Like, yeah. a housing market could kind of regulate a fucking... It's like cities could be like, People move out of cities to get jobs. Right. So those economies crumble while others thrive, quote unquote, thrive. But like, like, all right, we'll take the fucking student loan. And then someone's like, I'm just going to go back to my hometown, open up a fucking like dentist, like a dentistry. Well, yeah, yeah. Like something like that. It's like, I don't have to worry about like, well, I know over in New York, I could get paid five times as much as I'm going to get paid in like Maryland or something. Mm -hmm. I'm just picking Maryland as like, it's just down to the road. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's like. Yeah, take that off their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Be good. Be nice. Yeah. Be like Marge. Be like Norm. Be like Margie. Support like each Norm. other. Right. It's always nice. People always win out, and the, they may take the most hits. They may take the most lumps, but they win out in the end. Uh, I mean, that's optimistic. But <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we certainly did in Fargo. They did. <laughs> you know, um, but you know, one thing that we we had touched on it before is the the editing in this movie yes. 
that helped make things go really quickly, mm-hmm. added a comedic kind of undertone yes. to the movie. Because obviously the movie is, is uh, a horrible tragedy. It's a dark occurs. comedy. It's a dark comedy. Very dark but comedy. But nothing, it's not like, it's yeah, it's got a, a bit of a funny script. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of the humor is non-verbal. It comes from the editing, how things are portrayed. If you like look at William H. Macy and his big dumb eyes. Yeah. And you're like... And then like it kind of like everything right. hits them when you got like the those wide singles. Yep. Right. It, you you really get that like deer in the headlights mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, uh, impression from him, right? When he's like on the phone or when he's like just throw like like throwing a tantrum. Right. Right. And, and you're kind of it, it's cool because it's not. I, I, I'm trying to put it into words. No. Yeah. Because there's also scenes with like Francis McDormand where you see like not like a close up on her face like a. Like a medium shot of her face, and you yeah. can see her putting things together. Yeah, and you're like, oh, if you would have pulled away, the cat, it, yeah, or go behind someone's shoulder, right? It's wouldn't, like it wouldn't have done that. Yeah, you could see the character let the let it everything wash upon them, and like, oh, like because even like yeah, Margie was like she was on the phone, and it's like she she was piecing it. Yeah, one, two, three, and you could see it in her eyes. Even when I, I mentioned with Peter Stromer before, it's like. You could see the difference in his silence because mm-hmm. of like the the way he would look at people, and yeah, you, and you could see also with Steve Buscemi like how small like he looked in the car compared yes. to like, it's like oh you think you're someone special it's yeah. like, you're some sort of authority figure here yeah. it's just four dollars four bucks dude four you bucks. just picked up a million right like yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you yeah but like you could see you could see it and it it's it's great to see like characters realize and use their own skills to get there yeah and also like the camera movement like made everything kind of like feel so like fluid too yeah. like the editing and the camera it just like for like, it i think a, a big example uh it was when she's talking to the two girls uh <laughs> at, at the bar yeah that they had picked up the night before go bears just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or go gophers whatever yeah, no, i think it was go bears go bears yeah. um yeah, and they're like going back and forth, and the girls are being like, they're they're having a normal conversation, but not the most helpful. No, you know, uh, oh, just you know, just generally funny looking. You know? Right, I don't like, know how to explain them, but he's yeah, like generally funny yeah, looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything more you could tell me? No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. And just the yeah back and forth, like right. yeah, you know, maybe I'm just calling him the Marlboro Man because he. Smoked a lot of Marlboro. Subconsciously. You know, like a subconsciously, like, yeah, that can happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that happens. You know? <laughs> and just, but just the way that the, first of all, the timing of going back and forth between those those shots, the shots and reverse shots mm-hmm. going back and forth was, is it's very, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how you go back and forth in a comedic way, but they did that. Yeah. But that's what they did. Like, nowadays, it would have been, like, kind of like a whip pan, like, kind of like how Wes Anderson, like, you could see mm-hmm. the camera kind of, like, move. Mm-hmm. But the fact it was just, like, shot, 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 shot. Yeah. And, it, like, Because you know what they do? It's, it's they, like... They do ten takes. Right. And then just, like, pick the ones that work. But in this one, the script and how they wrote it mm-hmm. is being complemented by the shot reverse shot. Yes. You know what I mean? So I it, mean, it is. It does help that the people who wrote the script also edited the movie. Well, that's what it is. Yes, <laughs> so they, exactly. They know exactly what they want. Exactly, right. So and that's what that's the kind of power and, you get. And the the lead actress is married to one of the writers and directors. <laughs> what are you upset about that? No, it's great. Yeah, it's good. Cause, and, and but it's not to say that that's always necessary. Right. 
it really helps in this situation. But then you see like a guy like Tarantino, who needs his editor. It has to be he, someone else. I think you know he had I mean? he has a vet like him and uh, Scorsese. Yeah, Scorsese too. Are like so heavily dependent on the one kind of editor. I know. Uh, uh, Tarantino's editor passed away. Yeah, she and, did. And so, like, it's now a di- and you could tell there's a difference in his movie. There's a different mm-hmm. vibe to his movies where they're a little bit like longer, and mm-hmm. they're like kind of like kind of like how Tarantino when he talks, it's like he kind of ha- hangs on a topic for a little bit too long mm-hmm. instead of like uh, when like you look at like Pulp Fiction, and Reservoir Dogs, up to Kill Bill, where it's like right, very snappy. But now it's like, oh, it's like, uh... You really feel it in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. You really jo- feel that. She's married to Joel Cohen. Joel. There Joel, you go. yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's really cool when, you know, they have a vision, mm-hmm. and they, they write the script for it, they shoot it in that way, and then they edit it in the way that they want right. to really realize that vision. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't always work out. There are plenty of times where the director has too many... It's too much influence, like a George Lucas type situation, yeah. where he does have his hand in everything. Well, I think that's also great with uh, the Cohen brothers is that maybe they have different ideas. Uh, yeah, so they kind of bounce off each other. George Lucas was like, "I want to do this," and after when he was making the prequels, everyone's like, "Yep, okay, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do that." Yeah, yeah, because like he was the only like it was his movie. Yeah, when like Star Wars was like, we don't know what the fuck this is. Like, right. orig- original Star Wars, like, right. we're just making a fucking movie. And, and you know, I think when you also have restraints with, like, budgets and stuff like that, like, right. that helps rein you in a little bit, too. Yeah, and right. that was the case in this movie. Think of all that free well. snow they got. Where? What? <laughs> think of all the free snow they got in that area. Well, actually, there's a, the, you know the scene where, um, where he pulls into the parking lot to switch the plates out, to steal right. that guy's plates? They had to create that snow with an ice chipper. And same thing when you buried the money. Right. They had to create that snow because it was 1995 when they shot the movie was for some reason just much warmer than the average. It just the had average. way less precipitation really? than the average year in that area. Mm. Yeah, like um, so it, it like threw, uh, it threw a lot of things off where they had to like do things uh, differently or do things on different days. Like where and the whole where the traffic stop took place where right. those murders took place. When they when Margie's there the next day, completely different location. Oh, because it probably melted. Yeah, uh, yeah. They okay. had to like shoot it somewhere completely different. Huh. So it's so they didn't actually get that much free snow. <laughs> yeah, when he did that turnaround, they had to only do one take because like we can't put that snow back. We can't right. cover these tracks. <laughs> you know. Uh, listen, uh, it was made for seven million dollars. Yeah, and it made twenty four million dollars. Like, it is a. Like, this is a hit. Like, this movie was a fucking hit. And the fact that it has, like, a spinoff TV show. Yeah. They, like, just cover, like, I think each season is, like, cover different crimes. like, crime. a different case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But fucking. All right. Uh, so, which Cohen Brothers movies? We've done Burn After Reading. Mm-hmm. We've done No, no Country. Country for Old Men. Yep. I think. We've, I don't think we've ever done Lebowski. Have we, we haven't done Lebowski. Yeah. We haven't done. Uh... We didn't do Old Brother Where That was no. that That is them as well. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done. Uh, Raising Arizona, which I did see Raising Arizona yeah, earlier, this, uh, like maybe two months ago. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think like the Coen Brothers are fucking they're really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's hard a hard cut, you know. And hard... it's like it's yeah, not exactly a hot take. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and I think they they operate on like a like you said maybe after this movie and moving forward they operate on like a really high level that like yeah it's 
when you're watching it, it's a delight to watch. But I feel like, oh man, they're doing so much that I'm not even picking up on. Right. You know, like they're they're so smart and so like well in tune with their story that they yeah. are doing so many tiny things compared right. to the big things that we are. Yeah, just exactly what you said. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I was trying to like look to see which movies we've covered. <laughs> not much. Not much. I think like we need to maybe look into it. <laughs> yeah, a little, little, Cohen, uh, Cohen. little Cohen streak? Well, I was thinking of uh, something for next next year. Yeah. Like, But we'll maybe get to it a later date. Yeah, but yeah. no, I, I'm about it because they do have a distinct style. Yeah. And uh, and they're good writers. They are very good, yeah. You know, and when you put those two together, and they get performances from people that you didn't, you wouldn't think at first, like no, like they're in the early nineties, yeah. you wouldn't think John Goodman yeah. would be <laughs> an amazing, would yeah, be a... right, Fred Flintstone or fucking the guy from Roseanne, yeah. would be an amazing actor. Yeah, but they put they they put him in Raising Arizona, and he was really funny in that. Mm-hmm. And then like Brother, Where Art Thou? And then like anything from here on out, it's like oh, John Goodman's the fucking they guy. They put him on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like George Clooney in yeah. Brother, Where Art Thou? Yep. Uh, fucking why do I keep uh, Tim Blake Nelson, the little guy from uh, uh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Like he's he's I'll, uh, I'll show I'll you. I'll know him when I see him. Yeah, yeah. he's he's like. He was in the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. He was the leader. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's yep. like they like. <laughs> most most series would just cast him as like a little like he's been a little weirdo for them, but like he's very good in all the roles he 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 works for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's give this a grade. Alrighty. Um, I've done the last two first. What are you thinking? I'm thinking like. Maybe an eight, mm-hmm. like a seven and a half, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, what What do you think stops it from being a nine? Because I'm with you. I'm just yeah. having a hard time. Like, uh, yeah, a hard time. Like, what? Yeah, what's like missing? What, what's missing? Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe like. Is it just because it's like a smaller story? It could be. Yeah. It could be that. It could be like maybe, like I said, I don't like snow. <laughs> I'm never yeah. a big snow guy, mm-hmm. but I know that's snow's a character in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe like I could have used a little bit more Stomar, uh, Stromare. Mm, mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked him. I also like him a lot. I think he's a great actor. Yeah. But like, what else were you gonna use him in? Like, what? What? Like, yeah. Uh, could have dealt without seeing uh, Balsami. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I, I sometimes I feel like maybe in their attempts to create like this illusion that this was a true story right that perhaps like things didn't line up narratively uh in in a way that i would like to um that i would have liked to have seen right you know like because when you're trying to make a this is a sometimes like like what is it like truth is stranger than fiction yes you know where like this is something that's oh it's unbelievable because it really happened and it didn't follow like the conventions of what (laughs) fiction would have you uh, expect right, right. Um, real like, Florida man syndrome. Like, how yeah, could, how could a real person do that? Right, like when you're watching Pain and Gain and, and like The Rock's barbecue, barbecue in a hand, and yeah. you have to stop and say this really happened. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like that situation. One it's, of Michael Bay's best movies. Yeah, we don't talk about it enough. No, we really don't. And for me, it was a special place in my heart as a meathead. You know, because everybody's people, working out. Yeah, because you know, obviously it's a satire, but right. meatheads don't know that. So there's like, 
is like so many memes on TikTok of like, oh, this is so me when when like Mark Wahlberg's freaking out. I was like, I gotta get a pump, you know. And then he starts like just doing curls, and the Rock like pulls up a chair. He's like, yeah, yeah take a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and like, obviously, it's a joke. It's right. satire, but. We were watching that. We we're just like, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they were maybe going for that, and now knowing that it wasn't a true story, I'm thinking like, well, then, no, that doesn't make sense. Then, right? You know what I mean? Um, it's like, yeah, how did a pregnant female cop take down a gigantic Russian psychopath? Right, and then get him in the car, not worried about him bleeding out or anything right. like that. He's and, and he's like calm as shit, yeah. you know, and he's not like saying anything right. vulgar or nothing. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, no he just murdered yeah. a man with an axe, and he's like, yeah. oh, cool. Well, there are so many things that also, like, obviously they wouldn't know if this was a true story. Right. Like, there's so many intimate moments that, you know, wouldn't have access to. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, obviously, it's not a true story, but... Uh, but yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe, sometimes I also feel like Margie, I'm at a, I don't want to, I definitely wouldn't say like Mary Sue, but like definitely like, I, I feel like there wasn't a lot of internal conflict for her. Right. You know, like. Um, there wasn't a lot of like, ooh, big crime, small cop kind of like. Yeah. Because you like a lot, I think a lot of other movies would be like, oh, we've never had a murder here in yeah. these peaceful parts. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked how competent she was and right. I thought it was really cool to see her just do good police work, mm -hmm. you know, and like figure shit out. As they kept like dropping little clues. Well, I kept on asking if he had D. So the license plate started with D L R. Yeah. It's like uh, dealer. Yeah, not yeah. <laughs> what did she say? She goes, uh, I'm not sure. I'm a hundred percent convinced by your police work there. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> Nowadays, that fucking that line would like blow people's minds. Yeah. Like blah 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 blah. blah. Well, culture blah blah blah. Yeah. It's right. Like, like no, she's right. Like she's hundred percent right, and she was just nice about it. Right. <laughs> She didn't say, like, you fucking moron. Yeah. And, I mean, I loved that. I loved seeing her do her job well. I loved seeing right. her carry this baby through this quadruple <laughs> homicide. But I I just feel like there wasn't a lot of conflict for her. You yeah. Know? You didn't feel like at all she was in danger. No. Okay. She was just snacking. You know, she, <laughs> it showed her eating so much. Right. She was just crushing that yeah, thing. Because, well, yeah, I mean, and I, I like it. It's just, you know, reminds you that, you know, this, this woman's doing this for two. Right. You know? The whole time, um, <laughs> but and just, but yeah, I, I so that's the only for me from like a, like a characterization standpoint. Okay, I think she was great. Yeah. I just wish she had a little more to go up against. You know, fair enough. Excuse yeah. me. Um, so an eight movies, yeah, an eight. Movies yeah, straight up eight. eight. Yeah, I think yeah, straight eight, straight eight. Yeah, um, and with that, how, how are we on time? We what probably went hour. Two? Probably went longer than the movie, right? Almost. Because our, our editing's not as good. <laughs> Oh, wait, yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> it's Editing. Not, what the yeah, fuck is that? Right, right. <laughs> but uh, at an hour in, I believe that's the shoot. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Guys, uh, what, a, what, a, what a great movie. It was a fun movie. Yeah, was, I think it was one of like, I think I saw like Tom Hanks was like, yeah, this is a perfect movie. <laughs> we gave it an eight. <laughs> we know more than you Tom. know. The, yeah, Tom. Let's Tom. What's Tom Hanks' letterbox? <laughs> yeah, right. Let, like, what's his four favorite movies? Letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, I recently watched, uh, Palm Springs. Oh. So I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a letterbox on that. I finally watched a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it, like, two years, I don't think I, it's before. two years old? Yeah, it came out, no, it came out, actually, it's three years old, because it came out, like, uh. a pandemic, like, one of the first few movies I, like, oh, straight to streaming. Never mind. No, go ahead, do it. <laughs> Look, I, I'll tell you the last, I did a lot of, uh, letterboxing over the past weekend, mm. so. 
<laughs> yeah, I, just, I hadn't watched anything. Yeah, but, go for it. Um, but now I did, and it's a cool Groundhog's Day situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's one of the better Groundhog Days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the whole, like, teaching yourself quantum physics is uh, a little weird, but... Uh, <laughs> you got the time. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if uh, you like that... We, we will tell you where our letterbox is, but first you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And on letterbox at Movie Mayhem Podcast. The letterbox is popping. It is, because in the yeah. last uh, four days, one, I did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight reviews. Guys, we're, we like, we have good taste with movies. I don't know about that. We have good uh, taste. Especially so Brian. I, did, I watched Paddington 2. Loved I it. I hear that's a great. The Paddington series is the best. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I watched Old Dads with starring Bill Burr. Sucks. Oh. So hard. It Just watch Bill Burr's stand-up comedy. Sure. So much easier. I watched uh, Alex Garland's Men mm-hmm. from 2022, last year. Uh-huh. It was fine up until a point where you watch, someone give, watch a dude give birth through his asshole, and Hell it's yeah. like, too much. Hell yeah. Then I watched Shutter Island. That's a good one. That's a good one. I yeah. I hadn't watched it in a long, in like twelve years since yeah. it last came out. And, oh, actually, came I watched out. that one when I was dating Victoria. Oh Do you wow. remember that? Yeah, yeah. It's a while ago. Yeah, uh, it was good. It was nice, yeah, fun, it's a good movie. twist as I call good it, twist. a, a twisty twist. mystery. Yeah. Uh, then I watched Without a Paddle because it was recommended by Without Seth Green Without a Paddle. Yes, it was recommended wow. by uh, Mikey. Mikey. No, he he called it a wholesome movie. Is and that I'll, the movie he meant? He he, he no, meant that? No, he meant another movie recently. Okay, all right. I was going to say right. that. Uh, one of the plethora of things he's called wholesome in the past. He called without a paddle. Wholesome? He called it wholesome, and it's I was like, like American Pie levels of wholesome. And I was like, <laughs> is it when Dax Shepard did an Indian joke because he had a laser pointer in the middle of his head, or when they like creeped on the hippie girls, mm. or when they made uh, an abundance of gay jokes, mm. or like uh, this fucking sucks yeah like i and i understand like the aging pro- but like i was like i haven't laughed once in this whole i, I it's not like the movie was well received when it at first no it out. sucks yeah, it sucks yeah, it, it sucks but like homelander's in it oh really he was one of the guys i'm like oh, oh wow, wow that's crazy yeah uh seven psychopaths that's a good is, one. Oh, it's really good that's a good movie i was thinking yeah. we should do probably do that after this okay sure uh, does it have some cold weather in it no it's all it takes place in the desert of california I don't yeah. know if I missed something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Oh. Long Jim Island's Perry. own. Long Island's own. It Jim takes Perry? place in Rockville Center. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a. Uh... Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it was it was one of Jim Carrey's more first, was, yeah, first serious roles. Yeah, right? as as a serious Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Very good. Um, I think. Yeah, I think no. It's like, it's 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 fun. Like it's a fun kind of weird. Off kilter, it's written by Charlie Kaufman, who's known for like that kind of like uh, weird uh, set, you know, spotless mm. reviewing right here, guys. Check out the letterbox; it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you're really selling it. I'm really selling it. <laughs> and also, I watched the Warriors, like the Warriors, the Warriors, Warriors. Hell not, yeah! Like like the come out and play. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. Uh, the '79 gang movie. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, wow. Because in the beginning intro, where like all the gangs are going to the Bronx, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, it's really nice that they support the biggest gang 
in all of New York with the MTA. It's very because they're paying yeah. their they're paying no, their tokens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like they're not like a they're style not jumping hop. the yeah. turnstile or anything. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. It's like there you see them like it's very oh. West Coast. It's very West Side Story. One yeah, <laughs> that's the review. Warfare. I was like, is this in the West Side Story universe? Yeah, <laughs> is this what happens after? It might be because <laughs> like that's a cool theory. It's like I've never seen a bunch of gangs that are like I can beat them up. Yeah, yeah, I can smack right. the shit out of them. Right. Like, the, the baseball ones, Furies, I'll smack them so hard. I'll, oh, I was about to say, the Furies are probably the only ones that look dangerous because they all have baseball bats. I smack them in the face. Still smack them in the face. Smack them in the face. Yeah. You're not scared of a bat. I'm not scared of any of them. Yeah. The, <laughs> the face paint was cool, the too. Fa- yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it just... You're, just here I'm thinking, oh, it's baseball. You, like, it's like, they're not real. No. Like, Here's they don't the, have good fundamentals here. They, they, exactly. That's one of the things I was thinking of. Because when they were chasing the warriors through the park, I yeah. thought it had been really funny. They rounded bases as they did. But, like, if they did, like, the two, like, if you ever if you ever watch, like, baseball spring training, mm-hmm. and they'll show, like, oh, this is how they warm up. They, like, warm up in the two lines, and they jog, and they have one guy set the pace. Okay. And I was like, if, if they, they ran like if that. If they ran like that. Because they, like, they looked like they were in a line. Like, if it was just more, like scene like that so the details were like the they details didn't get the details right yeah yeah, yeah. but well. it was still it was still fun also like the craziest thing is taking a fucking train from the like yeah Helen Park to, to fucking Coney Island. Island I'm like kill me Jesus. just kill me already that really is an odyssey level journey yeah, yeah. I thought more guys died but just one guy died just the guy just the kid you dig it in the beginning no oh, he guy? got shot but I mean like uh the oh you mean like uh, from the yeah, Warriors yeah from the Warriors yeah, yeah, yeah. one guy got thrown on a train the other yeah. guy got arrested and then the black guy, the black, like, the warlord, he just, like, left. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I didn't do it. And they're like, okay. It's the last you see of him. The last you see of him. Yeah. So, a lot of movies I saw, because this weekend sucked. <laughs> Rainy, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, guys, yeah, that's, if you want to, if you're looking for a movie to watch, Brian's got you covered on the letterbox. Yeah. Right? And Matt's going to do a review. And I'll do a review, because I, you've watched, like, eight movies recently, <laughs> and I've watched that one, that one that came out years ago yeah. apparently so we're so i'm 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 doing my part that's you know? right you're doing my part <laughs> i didn't do fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> all right guys all right guys see you in the next one later <laughs>